Hi, I'm Anna, and the today's podcast episode is about doubts. You're having one of those days where every thought is covered with a doubt. Am I doing the right thing? Am I capable of doing this? Others are doing it much better. And after about four hours having doubt knocking on your cortex like this, there is only one remedy. Escape. Run. Run as fast as you can. Or go for a nice long walk. But of course it doesn't stop. Well, not yet. What if this does not work out? I'm sure there are others who already have done this. Hmm. But you continue your walk. But doubt is strong. It makes you even start to doubt the walk. Shouldn't I be at home getting things done? No, because the walk is the remedy. But the first mile, doubt is chattering, occupying your mind. So much that you don't even realize what's out there because you're only in your head. You don't even realize that there is a body beneath your universe of ideas or, like today, the home of the nasty doubtful thoughts. But all it needs is a bit of time. It takes the time it's required that you say stop. Stop this shit. Is that bringing me anywhere? Is this helping me? No. So move on. Come on. But most of the time doubts are created by yourself. And that is also that you are the only one who can say stop. Now you take this deep breath. And another one. And hello, you finally realize that there is a world out there. A world filled with things that don't care about your doubts. Let's put the focus on them for a little while. Look around, look down. You see this strange mushroom looking like a character coming from a science fiction movie? Or, Or look up and you see... The treetops slowly moving. And you know that these beings are here to give us stability and calm. And the more you see, the more you push doubt away. Even if it doesn't reduce all the doubts, at least some of them, and your mind gets calmer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode with me, Anna Yelen, the time expert. Someone who had a doubt-free life until it happened the first time. Only a few years ago, I must admit, but um, yeah, since then, well, oh well. But until then, I never doubted a breakup. I never doubted to sell all my belongings. I never doubted to buy a bus I haven't seen nor test drove it. I never doubted myself in sports. If I had a goal, I just tried to get there. And if it worked, I was happy. And if it didn't work, I didn't care too much. 
I never doubted to quit my job. And in short, I never doubted any of my decisions. And I always took my time to make a decision. But when it's made, then there is only one way to move forward. Now, if doubt would have shown up like, was that the right decision? Hmm, well, yeah, I thought so. So let's move on. Try to make the best out of it. But if doubt would be back again, still doubting my decision, I would ask myself, hmm, is there a deeper meaning behind this doubt? And I would take my time to sit down and to analyze it. And then again I will make a decision and again I will move forward. Case closed. To be doubting your own decisions, which were so clear when you made them. It's not a good feeling, but it happens. Still, let's not make doubt bigger than it is. Even in the beginning, it feels like it. I mean, I used to see doubt as this big, large, dark being, three meters big and two meters wide with this nasty, arrogant face. But in the meantime... I have learned something, to keep the control. And this is how I do it. When it arrives, doubt, I go and face it from below, because it's still so big. And with a little, just a slight smile, that's really important, on my face indicating that I am capable of anything, saying with a very calm voice, Hello, Doubt. Nice to meet you again. You remember me, don't you? I'm the captain here. Silence. And that is when Doubt makes... And in front of me stands this little, little being, looking a bit embarrassed. And then I take its hand and I go for a walk. Yeah, but as I said, I I had a rather doubt-free life. Now, imagine how shocked I was when I doubted for the first time. Because I did not know this awful, awful, awful feeling. I was paralyzed on the couch, staring into nothing and having serious doubts about my doing Doubting my work, doubting my capacities, doubting that you guys exist. It was dreadful and it completely thwarted me. I called it a day and opened a bottle of wine. See, that is what doubt does. It makes you stop the things you are doing. It makes you walk away from it. And it makes you open a bottle of wine to drown yourself in self-pity. And that's when doubt thinks, yes, one up. Now, wait a minute. Who's in control here? Am I letting doubt control my behavior? And I will fall into the useless life-reducing moments of I'm not good enough, self-destructive state? No. Don't let it go there. Don't give doubt the chance. 
And yeah, when doubt arise, I, I had the feeling of wanting to pick up the flamethrower and chase it away, but it does not work that way. Not in my case. It needs a bit more, well, time. The time it takes to take the walk and do the inner talk. That's exactly what I do always. I walk, I think, I look around. And to be walking, to be looking around, this combination takes me out of my pure, chattering, doubtful mind. It reminds me that there is a world out there and that my doubts are not the end of the world, even if it feels like it. Now, during the walk, I analyze where doubt is coming from. In my case, I saw a pattern of several possible sources. A. Is this doubt coming from facts and figures? B. Are there insecure outside circumstances? Like, for example, a pandemic. I mean, that can lead to doubtful times. C. Am I doing my rituals to be grounded and strong? D. Did I have enough sleep last night? Or E. Am I comparing myself with others? Look at them a little bit more closely. For example, the first time I doubted my business was when my bank account came closer to a number that is quite a harsh fact. Zero. Zero money, zero income, zero clients. The facts were there. The doubts were comprehensible, I would say. I did not doubt the decision of starting my own business. But I doubted the how I did it. And that's when I changed how I was doing business. And then move forward, focus on the goal. Another example. If I don't have enough sleep, I can't take myself serious. I'm Anna, but only half of it. The rest is a phantom. And there are moments where you should not say too much. There are moments you should not attend a meeting. There are moments where you shouldn't take your doubts too serious. Not in this phantom-like state. So the solution, I will distract myself with work, a book, a movie, make love or spaghettis and see if doubt is still around the next day. Another fact I need to remember. When we are insecure, we doubt. Or when we are living in uncertain circumstances, we will tend to doubt. And that is because we aren't grounded. And that is why my routines, I know this, if I feel insecure, I doubt. So, as I said, that, that is why my routines and rituals to keep me grounded and strong are so crucial in my life. If I neglect them for too long, I might pay for that with doubts. Advertisement. Do you want to know more about my rituals? Well, you can find 11 morning rituals on my members club. Find it on my homepage www.annajelan.com Go to Members Club and log in. It's cheap, it's simple and it's going to be the universe of time.
Welcome. And last but not least, an example which I think some of you know quite well as well, maybe. Imagine you want to get better at something. You start to educate yourself with courses and you read books and you listen to others who are better than you are, much better. There might come up a doubt whispering into your ear, you will never get there. <laughs> so why bothering? Mm -hmm. It happened to me a few days ago. I am reading my fifth book about better writing. I took a break. I went outside and I lied on my back watching the sky. Well, that's how it looked like. But I was hoping for some aliens to see me and to beam me up. Finally, it was Samuel looking down at me asking if everything was all right. I will never be able to write a book. I'm not good enough in writing. Simple as that. And that, that is sad. I explained to him how much better all the others are and that I have nowhere to go with my tiny little shitty vocabulary. Take any language, Samuel, Swedish, English, German, French. I have a vocabulary like a toddler in every language. See, see where I was? Yeah, <laughs> in a bad place. And then, you know how it feels if your loved one just says one phrase and life is back to normal, even though you thought you would never get back there? Well, he said, don't compare yourself with the others, just do it your way. I looked at him with big eyes, shocked about the simplicity of getting me out there hopped on my feet and went straight back to my little writer's cabin, mumbling something like, I always knew it, the comparison is a reason for unhappiness. Yeah, comparison. And it provokes doubt on a high level. Just listen to the ones who are better, learn from them, and then find your way how to do it. Do it your possible best way, but... Don't do it to be the best. There will always be people who are better than you. I mean, yeah, so what? But nobody can do it the way you do it. Nobody can do it your way. And I always remind myself why I am doing it. Because I love to process. I love to create. And it's about enjoying and focusing on the process and the result happens automatically whatever it will be my dear listeners out there may i say a few final words about the absolutely most important aspect in the whole topic and that is the following even though doubt is entering my life sometimes, for most of the times I'm in ease, very relaxed, and people notice that about me, which makes me embarrassed when they ask, what's the secret, Anna? Where my first answer is, there is no secret. It's a lifestyle, a lifestyle you can have as well. The time is limited lifestyle. 
It's simple, it's playful, no big fuss. Where you look at your life with the eagle view. When you zoom out. When you understand that the most important thing is to enjoy life as much as possible. That you are a species filled with love. That you just could enjoy this day. Because hey, it's a day. One day out of your life. How do you want to feel it? And now go. Go and do yourself some good. And from deep down of my heart, I know that times aren't easy for many of us right now with the pandemic going on. And uh, the only thing I can wish you is to stay healthy. And the rest, I'm sure we can handle it. Take care and bye. And by the way, if you wonder how I changed the way I did my business, I suggest to go and listen to my three-part business entrepreneurship podcast episodes called Entrepreneurship and Business Part 1, published the 22nd September 2019. And then there is a part two and part three, 29th of September and 6th of October. Go and listen if you haven't. And another little by the way, the last episode with the highly motivating title and one day you will be forgotten. <laughs> Holy moly, did I launch a shitstorm. Oh dear, of course I knew this could be seen as a provocation, but I did not realize that there are so many people out there who want to exist forever and ever and ever and who see themselves as completely immortal. For them to hear that one day you will be forgotten was a straight punch in their face. And yeah, of course, they did not even listen to the episode. The title was enough to get highly aggressive. And I just hope that I did not hurt your feelings. And you know, I will not take a lot of time to come back with a light-footed episode where you will be longing to go outside and leap over a hill and chant and smile and blow kisses to everyone you meet. I'm sure there will be haters out there who will tell me that I am naive and ugly and that reality looks completely different. Hmm. And the last, by the way, if you did get my newsletter, you know the story with the mice? Well, today, on the 25th of October, we are at number eight. <laughs>